all the time wasting no way. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Welcome back to another week, another episode of The Why Behind You. One thing, everyone, uh, is we've really dived into some interesting topics to start off this season, but this is, again, going to be yet another progression. And last week, we focused on dependency and how that can be so crippling to our growth and our progression. And remember, this is exactly what we are all about. We're about our growth. We're about our drive, our dedication, our focus, but we're about continuing to move forward. And as we roll into this week's topic, we're talking about transition, whether it be life transition, whether it be any other types of transition or a move into a different frame of mind, but transition for the sake of change. And this is a bridge into this week's discussion on transition or the hurdles to successfully transitioning to the next chapter of your journey or your life. Regardless if that transition is from one day to the next, one week to the next, or one year to the next, transition is change. Change can be unnerving. Change can be scary. To expand briefly on the topic of dependency, I started asking myself, What's the negative domino effect of dependency on our ability to grow and evolve to the next stage or phase in our lives? And before we go any deeper, I want to point out or just make the point that transition doesn't have to be a thing because something is going wrong. Transition could be an evolution of you that you've already planned and the path or journey that you've already started down. So as we talk about transition, we transition into many aspects or from many aspects of our lives, but transition doesn't have to have a negative connotation. But as I said, you know, as I was talking about dependency, I was thinking about, you know, what are the effects that this could have on any decision from one day to the next, one week to the next, or so on and so forth. But as we think about the concept of transition and we think about how dependency, as we talked about last week, is something that can be crippling. Dependency has a direct negative effect on personal professional growth in more ways than one. Very simply put, very obviously stated, lack of independence. Dependency and codependency can lead to a lack of independence and self-reliance when someone is in that frame of mind or state. They may struggle to make decisions or act independently, hence the reason of the dependency, for whatever reason it may be, fear, comfort, whatever the case. They can find themselves in a situation where they hinder their growth because it limits their ability to develop skills and very importantly, confidence. And as we think about the quote unquote comfort zone of dependency, it could cause us to rely on that comfort and ultimately procrastinate and, and or become stagnant in our journey. And again, as we talk about the evolution of us, the evolution of you, the evolution of me, stagnant mindset, stagnant behavior, there's no place for it. And that stagnation itself, when you think about that, dependency often 
involves enabling unhealthy behaviors in a person. Hence, the stagnation or the procrastination that may set in or may evolve or may develop. This can prevent both individuals from addressing their own issues and making positive changes in their lives. And stagnation can be a significant barrier to personal and professional growth. But the key question that we have to ask ourselves is, do we identify it? And do we acknowledge it? And do we address it? Another possible area, another aspect where Dependency can cause a negative impact is unhealthy boundaries or allowing you to create unhealthy boundaries or accept or live within unnecessary boundaries. Those with dependency habits or tendencies often have blurred or non-existent boundaries. This means they may prioritize the needs and desires of others over their own. Do you often do that? I mean, I've done that before, probably still do it to this day. And the key around that is if it's unhealthy. And if you're prioritizing the needs and the desires of others, now this is an absence, and we'll put the caveat there, of your kids or, you know, your very close loved ones or something of that nature, but still there has to be some boundary, there has to be some level of a line being drawn in the sand, right? But all of these things can be detrimental to your personal growth. And personal boundaries are critical for personal and professional growth because they allow people to do three key things. Define their own values. Number two, create or establish priorities. And number three, set essential goals for yourself. And that's key as we're talking about the idea and the concept of transition, setting goals. And you'll hear that topic or you'll hear that comment more than once throughout this uh, discussion. Another area where dependency can have negative effects, and again, in your ability to transition, is it can cause you to lose focus or minimize your focus. Dependency can cause someone to be distracted from their defined values, priorities. Hear it again, your goals. Ultimately leading to a continuous cycle of unproductive habits, and downward spiraling behaviors. And all of these things put together or sequentially can have a detrimental impact or effect on your ability to evolve, your ability to grow. So how do we evolve out of these phases? How do we actually take the steps forward? You know, we're acknowledging what's happening in our past and acknowledging what's of current state today, but how do we evolve moving forward? And to establish a strong platform that supports your transition and growth, it's important to, one, cultivate self-awareness. You have to be real with yourself. You have to be able to look at yourself and ask the hard questions and be very truthful and honest with yourself when you look in the mirror because you can't deceive yourself. Number two, establish healthy boundaries, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, whether it's friends, whether it's acquaintances, even with your kids, you have to establish very healthy boundaries. Number three, seek support from more than just a few people. Don't always go to the people that are going to tell you what you want to hear or not be very real and very raw with you when you need that. Don't just go to those people, 
But make sure you create a healthy balance of support system of people that are going to lift you up and actually support you, but also those individuals that are going to tell you, hey, you know what, you're wrong for this, or you should think about this a different way. You need that balance because you need to be able to keep a level mindset and not just hear what you want to hear. Number four, prioritize your own well-being and goals. If you're not good for yourself, you can't be any good to anyone else. BK, BKS Iyengar, who was a teacher and founder of Iyengar Yoga, once said, change is not something that we should fear. Rather, it is something that we should welcome. Without change, nothing in the world would ever grow or blossom. No one in this world would ever move forward to become the person that they're meant to be. And that's, that's important. That's critical. Be focused, set objectives, set up goals on the person you want to be and the person that you're meant to be. And a lot of times those will coincide if you're very real with yourself. But that's the key part of it. You have to be real with yourself. Okay, there are many steps you can take to ensure the path through your transition is successful. And again, I will reiterate, this is not a transition from something bad to something good. This may be an evolution or a building effect from one moment or one phase to, an, to another. But one, self-reflection. The journey to independence and independence from dependence to independence is a transition phase. But the journey to independence begins with self-reflection. Take time to ask yourself some very important questions. Number one, what does your transition and ultimately your independence look like? You have to know where you're going before you can begin to evolve and start changing. Number two, ask yourself, what aspects of your life do you feel most dependent on right now? Where are your vulnerabilities? Where is your areas of weakness? All right. What do you want to change about that? You may not want to change anything. But the key of that and the point of that is that you can't complain about having a dependency or having to depend on someone else or something as a crutch, as we talked about last week. We often find ourselves in situations where we're in a comfort zone or we're in an area of fear that enables us to stay in a place and not move forward. And that's not a great place to be in because again, that may hinder key aspects of your growth and evolution of you and your development. We talked about this and you'll hear this over and over again, I'll say it, goals. What are your short and long-term goals? And how does your independence or your plan to become more independent evolve into that or align with those goals? When you start looking at a self-reflective perspective or point of view, that's when you actually have to focus on the ability of, can I, am I being real with myself, as I said before? And then only when you are real with yourself through that self-reflection can you start to map out a plan set goals, set objectives, all right? So that evolves into our, 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 our point. Self-reflection is the beginning of how your path to independence needs to look. It identifies your motivations, 
and it helps you begin the process of how to set meaningful goals. Again, I will establish and say this time and time again, and this is something I would never actually say or suggest that I am not living, breathing, and doing myself. I set daily goals, I set weekly goals, I set monthly goals, I set yearly goals. Because you have to set goals in order to really establish how you plan to check, are you evolving, are you improving, are you developing, are you growing? So, step two, set and define goals. Once you've gained clarity through self-reflection, it's time to set clear, specific goals for your journey to independence. Your goals should be your own, not some that are established or set by someone else, not goals that are set by societal norms. They should be your own. Not what others expect of you, but what you expect of you. And you should focus on defining your most important objectives in a way that excites and motivates you because the more excited you are about doing something, the more excited you are about tackling something, the more focused you are and driven you are to do it. But that also leads into another very important point and critical point is the more determined and driven you are to maintain the effort. Remember, your goals will serve as your roadmap, your guiding light, your self-driven compass. So make them both achievable and inspiring. But don't make them too easy. Because if you have to work towards something and you have to drive and maybe you don't accomplish it right away or you don't accomplish it the first time or the second time, that's okay. But make them achievable. And every milestone along the way, continue to celebrate that. Here's a really important one, step three, or, or next step. Cultivate emotional independence. Emotional independence is equally important. It's about being emotionally self-reliant and not relying on others for your happiness or your validation. Think about the ways of today's society, and we talk about this again, societal norms. So many people ride the waves of happiness, sadness, accomplishment, or failure based on what others think, based on what society is saying is yes, the best way, or no, you're a failure. But how about you flip the script on it and actually focus on what do you determine as your success? What do you determine as achievement or progression or evolution of you? What do you determine as that? And the only way that you can identify that is, again, it goes back to setting your goals, setting the objectives. Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, but set your goals and your objectives. And you got to focus on working in everything you do to drive towards the achievement of those goals or the enhancement or the evolution or development of those goals. Okay. To cultivate emotional independence, you have to consider, one, learning to manage and express your emotions. Seeking therapy or counseling when needed or talking to a friend, talking to someone. Remember, we talked about that, having that support or that group of people around you. 
having that as a constant is very important. Building self-esteem and self-wealth or self-worth, not wealth, but worth, very important. But that self-esteem and that self-worth is determined by you, not by society, not by outside influences. Because that can change from one moment to the next. Developing a support system that encourages your growth. But not to be confused with a support group that doesn't challenge you to help you grow. Think about it. If we have yes people that always tell us what we want to hear and always support what we want to do um, in the ways that are beneficial not to you but to them, I want you to think on that piece. Then how does that help you grow? When we have experienced setbacks and we've experienced failures in life, and we've learned and continue to evolve because we've gone through circumstances and situations, that's how we have ultimately continued to grow. So think about that support group that, that encourages you. How do you continue to evolve and develop and grow if someone's always telling you what you want to hear and reassuring what you're already doing, even if it's not the best thing for you, even if it doesn't help you, but it makes you feel good. Hey, They tell me yes, but then when you're self-reflective and you're looking in the mirror and you're wondering, why is this not changing? Why am I not getting ahead? Why am I still stuck in the same space? Well, maybe it's because your train of thought, your emotional mindset, your, your mental, physical being is not being challenged to think differently, do differently, or supporting the things that are working well and that are right. Your emotional well-being is a cornerstone of your personal independence and also your professional. All right, so next step. Continuously learning and developing new skills. To thrive independently, invest in continuous efforts to learn things differently, learn more. Develop new skills, develop new mindsets. Maintain the mindsets and the skills that are phenomenal. But we all have opportunities for development. We all have opportunities for growth. But we can also always look at things a little bit different. If we, as the saying goes, what got you here won't get you there. And we have to remember that. That is a critical part of our growth and development because the environment around us changes. The people around us change. It's really critical in order for you to continue to always stay sharp, sharpen your skills. The world is constantly evolving and your ability to adapt and grow is essential. So consider learning new skills. Consider expanding your knowledge and your expertise. Your knowledge and your skills are your greatest assets on your journey to independence and your journey to evolution and your journey to growth and development. But you have to continuously find ways to Hone in on that area of your life. Here's a really interesting and really important one. I, I, I feel, and I just alluded to this a little bit earlier around experiencing and being exposed to failure. Embrace failures as a learning opportunity. Failure is not a bad thing. That's how we continuously learn to evolve into something different, to evolve or learn a new way to accomplish a task or goal or objective or a way to improve 
and become even better in ways that uh, that we feel we're we're solid and we're strong. Understand that setbacks and failures are a natural part of any aspect of life or any journey. No one ever developed success out of the gate to no end and without any setbacks or any hurdles or any challenges. No one ever, ever experienced that in life. Don't fear failure. Embrace failure as a valuable learning opportunity. Analyze what went wrong, adjust your strategy or your goals, and move forward with a newfound wisdom and resilience. But the key is learning. Newfound means that you have learned from the peaks, but you've also learned from the valleys. You've learned from the failures and you've evolved and you've continued to move forward. Every failure brings you one step closer to your goal for personal independence. But remember this, you have to continue to maintain your focus and you have to continue to maintain your drive in order to get closer to accomplishing that goal. Step six, seek guidance and mentorship as we talked about it. Have a diverse group of support, a diverse group of mentors, a diverse group of advocates. Have a diverse group of people that will challenge you, that will support you, that will push you. Don't hesitate to seek guidance and mentorship at any aspect or any point of your journey, no matter how experienced or how young, a different perspective and a different point of view or fresh eyes are always good. Learning from those who have traveled a similar path can provide valuable insights, provide you with the ability to take shortcuts on learning from others that have been there and experienced the pitfalls that you could potentially encounter. And they're encouraging to you, right? Mentors can help you avoid common pitfalls and keep you motivated because guess what? They've been there. Wisdom is key. Independence doesn't mean doing it all alone. It means having the freedom to choose from guides and supporters of people that have been there that can actually help guide your path. There's no shame in asking for help whatsoever, no matter how great you are. And it's not dependence or dependency if you have a mentor or a friend or an acquaintance that you go to just to bounce ideas off. You don't have to do any of this alone, but that doesn't mean you're dependent. What you have to make sure is that you are not dependent to a fault to where it cripples you in any way. Last step is naturally, and I mentioned it earlier, celebrate your progress, celebrate your successes, no matter how big or how small. Remember to celebrate those things. Recognize and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small they may seem or how grand they may be. Celebrating milestones will boost your confidence and motivate uh, motivation to continue. And it's motivation to continue your path to independence. But it's motivation to continue your path to growth, evolution, and development of who you are, what you're trying to progress to. But again, you can't celebrate these milestones or these victories if you don't have goals in, in place, if you don't have a system or strategy in place to help you get there so you know what you're celebrating or you know how you're celebrating or you know if you can celebrate. 
But the idea of transition goes through all of these different phases and many more. But these are some absolute critical things, I think, that are important for us to highlight and important for us to focus on. As I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes, I've gone through many transitions in my life and and continue to go through transitions. So I felt like this was a really important topic to actually touch base on because I think we're going to constantly be evolving. That's just the nature of life. Former President John F. Kennedy once said, change is the law of life. And those who look only to the past or present are certain to miss the future. Remember the journey through your transition will allow you to experience many twists and turns. Stay focused. And I'll, I'll make a point to stress this. Stay focused on driving past your goals. And remember to celebrate your wins and embrace your failures. Transitions in life will always challenge us, but we've all heard the saying, this too shall pass. The good, the bad, and everything in between will come and go, but we have to stay focused on continuously moving forward. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the whybehindyou.org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.